You know, if people just think, oh, it's a one and done deal, they're not going to come back. They're not going to have that trust and they're not going to have the the trust in you that you know what you're talking about. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Smart Agents podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we are joined by Rachel Countryman. Based in Missouri, Rachel turned her experience of fixing and flipping into a full-time real estate career where she has thrived in just a few short years since making the jump. Now, before we get on to the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents Podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Also, if you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Rachel Countryman. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you do as well. Really, the way I like to start everything out is if you could introduce yourself a little bit to us, where you're at in the country and kind of how you got your start in real estate. Sure. So my name is Rachel Countryman. Um, I am brokered by EXP Realty and EXP Commercial. So um, I am located in the central Southwest United States out of Missouri, um, really focusing on the Southwest and central parts of Missouri for the residential aspect of real estate. Um, on the commercial end, I'm actually international so we have 21 different countries. Um, we're very vast throughout the United States as well. Um, you know, I've been doing this for about a year and a half um, officially. Prior to that, I was doing more of on my own fix and flips, um, kind of just long-term rentals. Um, and a good friend of mine whom I was using said, why are you still using me? you need to do this for yourself. And so, um, you know, that just kind of pushed me in and I jumped in with both feet to say the least. <laughs> wow. So you said just, you know, a little over a year, I guess you said, and I can see you have, I mean, you've done a lot in that short amount of time. So tell me a little bit about what you've been doing over that year then. Absolutely. So like I said, I jumped in with both feet. I joined a phenomenal team that, um, EXP is huge for giving us all the back end support that someone could possibly need, like your education and everything to really just take off running. And from that point, the team and I, um, I was the premier listing agent on that team. Um, we grew so big that we were top 15%. So I was the top 15% producer in Missouri um, for last year. And um, that was strictly on the listing end. I had um, very, I tried to do a, like a 70, 30 split listing to buyers. Um, and it was phenomenal, which led me to a few of my friends whom I've known throughout time that were on the commercial aspect and investment aspect. And that's just really where I felt my heart leading me to go. So I have um, made the transition actually in the last two weeks to EXP Commercial, which is a whole nother um, giant in itself. So <laughs> um, yeah, with keeping that team on the residential side, I have three teams that I am um, factored into. 
for that growth. So my residential side hasn't slowed down. I've just been able to kind of hand that off onto those teams and keep my clients and keep that relationship being built. Right. I have to imagine that the experience with the fixing and flipping has got to had had to give you a great jump start and really kind of understanding what clients are looking for in their agent. And that has had to help. A hundred percent. We always were getting feedback from um, buying houses from individuals and, you know, them saying, oh, I just don't want to hire someone at such a high commission rate and really having the knowledge to come in and be like, hey, uh, you know, let me just take that off your hands. Just we'll buy it as cash out, no inspections and all that. Um, And then really getting to know what they wanted on the other hand helped me kind of buy that house for cash, turn around and flip it with my friend who was handling all my real estate at that time. So um, that was really convenient. And then, you know, I found that a lot of those clients have come back to me now that I have my license and they were like, you made that so seamless. Can you work with me again? And I'm like, absolutely. So it's really just building that relationship and that trust with them to be able to get them to where they want to be education for them as well. Right. And you have to, and with all the deals you've done, especially with this, you know, this particular partner, something had to have been working to where, you know, that client retention was always there. And so you, you absolutely know how to keep those clients so that when they do make that deal with you, maybe a couple months ago, that in a few years, they're your, you know, repeat customers. Yeah, absolutely. And the retention part is, like I said, more of a relationship is how I view it. So not only do I continue to reach out with my monthly mailers, um, I send them birthday cards. You know, we do um, holidays, not to mention they're usually friends on my personal social media page as well. So um, I consider them family. You know, um, just last week we had significant amounts of rain and flooding and one of my clients reached out and it was simply, where can I get a sump pump? And I was like, oh yeah, you know, the local hardware store, I told her and she's like, they're out. So I had an extra for one of my rental properties and I took it to her. So they knew that I was a, a resource because I've just been there, even if it's not, but once every three or four months, they still know that that relationship that we have built through trust um, is there and no matter what it is, they can reach out. So that does definitely play a role. For sure. <laughs> right. Well, so, I mean, so how do you keep up with all that when you have all these different things that you're kind of juggling with the, you know, mm-hmm. especially now getting into the commercial, but having, I mean, you obviously you have those teams that you're working with, and I think that is a huge help, but just, you, but still, you know, holding on to that personal relationship with these past clients. Sure. Um, so EXP has provided us with a huge, huge uh, CRM um, database it's called KV Core. So I am able to plug my clients into that. I can set them up on um, automatic responses. So when they text my phone number, they get that automatic immediate response like, hey, I'm going to get back to you. Um, also, we set them up on automated systems, not just with each team, but like, like I said, EXP provides that as well. So they're really getting two contact points, um, email, text messages, like I said, monthly flyers, we do EDDM postcard drops as well. Um, my team 
is phenomenal for um, really supporting that residential client database that I have built up. And it's well over 500 contacts at this point. And so um, they do a really good job of that. And like I said, not only does uh, EXP provide us with the KV core, but they provide us with our very own website generations and they collect those personal data and manage that for you on kind of like a, an immediate basis. So that way it's only up to me to keep in contact on that three, four month period. So having that is very, very helpful. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of times, it, and I know EXP does a phenomenal job of providing their agents with these, uh, these tools. And, uh, you know, a lot of the other uh, brokerages and, and businesses do that as well. But sometimes people don't take advantage of those. How important is it to take advantage of the tools that you are provided with? It is so important. It will literally make or break you. Um, it is crucial that you use those tools that are pre presented to you. Um, you know, if people just think, oh, it's a one and done deal, they're not going to come back. They're not going to have that trust and they're not going to have the, the trust in you that you know what you're talking about. So if you keep them up to date, um, I love right now to do market updates and that really helps my clients know, hey, she's on top of things. Even if it's, like I said, I have them on my personal page for a lot of my social media and on my business pages. And I put just automatic updates on there at least once a week. And so they know, even if I don't personally reach out to them as an individual, they, they get that in front of them all the time. So they're able to see, oh, she's keeping up this week on the interest rates coming up. She's keeping up with, you know, weather in the area or um, right now we're really big in trying to push the crypto in the real estate. So we know that's a coming thing. So I'm going in and preparing all of my clients like this, this is a thing. It's coming down the pipeline. Let's prepare for it now. Um, and so that is, that is definitely a huge portion of it. Right. I think that's always really important to be that proactive, you know, be proactive with the, with the content that you're sending out there so that when, you know, yeah. especially with the crypto thing, you know, maybe a lot of people haven't heard about it and don't understand how it's kind of starting to weave its way into real estate. But mm -hmm. when they do, they'll remember, oh, I remember, you know, I have this local, you know, my agent already knows all about this and has some, you know, great information Absolutely. on it. And it's, it's um, EXP is pushing that for us on the back end as well. They, they are very good at keeping us up to date and what's new and what's upcoming. So um, we are getting all of our information straight from NAR. So the National Association for Realtors, we are, we are working with them. Um, and then some of our top tiered agents are also coming down the pipeline with that and really being the forefront. Matter of fact, just a little bit ago, we have our first blockchain listing. So that's part of um, the crypto coming along. And yeah, staying on the forefront really helps um, my clients say, oh, I thought I heard something like that, but I wasn't for sure if that was real. Um, and now, oh, look, now Rachel said, yep, she's already talking about it. This has got to be something that's really happening. Um, I'll reach out to her and see what it is, you know, kind of piques their interest. And that gets us a conversation started as well.
Right. Kind of switching uh, topics a little bit. When you kind of really jumped in headfirst into the real estate side of things, how did you decide where you were going to, you know, what what areas of the neighborhoods and what areas of your market that you were going to target? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I knew jumping in where most of your sales come from your immediate friends and family members. And I already had a pretty big background in my local community and surrounding areas. I, um, I spent about 10 years as a paramedic in the community doing community education. So I had that kind of face and I knew that um, I just needed to kind of switch my role in people's minds. So changing from Rachel the Lifesaver to Rachel the Real Estate Agent is um, kind of where I pushed myself to go. And it was a totally different comfort zone. I was really stepping out, but I knew, hey, they literally trust me with their lives. Um, Let's do real estate. So I started just kind of slowly doing door-to-door door knocking in my local area. So that way, the people that already knew me knew, oh, she's doing something new. Okay. And it wasn't it wasn't hard at all, honestly. Doing community events, just making myself um, visible to everybody as far as the, the, the Rachel Real Estate lady went. So um, also my next farm, I started locally and then I thought, I've kind of over inundated that with, you know, just not myself, but there's a lot of other realtors. And then I thought, where's somewhere that doesn't have any other agents that I see? You drive through a town and you're like, I don't see any signs anywhere. I don't see anything. So then I went to the next town about the 20 minutes down the road and I literally did the same thing. Those people didn't really know me. And I would literally door knock, put a door hanger on, just introduce myself, um, you know, interested in your area. I see it's a great community and you're growing. I would love to talk to you if you ever had any questions about your home. And I just went from there and I slowly took over that area as well. So. I really like that idea of kind of going and checking out those those neighborhoods and those communities <laughs> that don't have a presence, a visible presence. And that's right. that really is one of those things where I don't think a lot of people think of that to do that, but it it's not that difficult to go check out and see, you know, what do I see around town as I'm driving around? Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, I have one of the bigger things that I did as well is if I liked a house, if it caught my attention, um, I would stop. I would stop. Even if I only had a business card with me, I would stop and say, I really like the layout of your, the exterior of your home. I like your shingle color, just anything. And it's so far out of most people's comfort zones to a approach a random house or B speak to a complete stranger, which I think holds a lot of real estate agents back is they're like, I'm just going to work within my circle of friends and family that are, that know me or that I'm comfortable talking to. Um, that's really what catapulted me out there is I, I'm not comfortable doing it, but I was like, no one else is doing it. So here I am, I'm going to do this. And I would literally, um, just walk up, hand my business. If they weren't there, I would write a note on the back of my business card and stick it in their door or by their, you know, by their mailbox on the door and say, Hey, I love the roof. If you ever, you know, have any questions about your house's value, give me a call. Simple things. <laughs> right. What was it that, you know, helped, you know, kind of push you out of that comfort zone? I mean, or was it just basically, Hey, I have to do this. Right. So 
going from a full-time steady income every two weeks, I was like, I knew what my paycheck was. I knew what it was going to be to, when I say all in, I mean, one day I was paycheck every two weeks. The next week I said, I have to generate my own paycheck. So that is really what pushed me. And not to mention, I have two kids at home that are like, want to see me succeed. I want them to say, Hey, look at mom. She's totally out of her comfort zone and she's succeeding. So she, you know, not only just to provide, but to show my kids, you can do anything you put your mind to. It's just really getting past that uncomfortable stage because success is right. right on the other side of uncomfortableness. It is. True. Right. Right. I think that's, I think that's a great statement there is that it, it really just is you got to, you know, push yourself outside just a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and it is, it is always really surprising at how, uh, how honestly, how quickly you kind of get over those fears and then on this, and then also how quickly the success does start following it following up. It's not one of those things where, Oh, it's going to be the slog for so long. You know, it's going to be, you know, awful. And I can't, you know, right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to push through. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's where a lot of when we see the, I say younger generation of agents, um, they're just coming out of high school or something. And so they're really not used to maybe having that ex outgoing, you know, like um, personality and meeting people. And maybe they don't know a hundred percent about what they should be talking about. Um, And that's why I think it's crucial that they get on a team that can build them up for what they're supposed to do and what we say. So it's not just getting out there and saying, you know, Hey, I want to sell your house. It's, um, you know, Hey, I like this, this, and this, and this, I could give you a home evaluation. Like you want to bring forth some kind of, um, what am I trying to say? Value to the client. So that way they're not just caught off guard. Like, why is this strange lady talking to me? So definitely wanting to build that up. Right. So when you were actually looking for, um, you know, the team for, you know, to join yourself when you were, what were some of those things that you, that you absolutely like, these are the check boxes that, that I need to be able to cross off to feel comfortable. Absolutely. So going back to that friend that pushed me into real estate, um, that friend is actually with a different brokerage. And so we have a great friendship still. We're very close, but I did not choose to go with that brokerage simply because the tools that I were allowed to have at that brokerage compared to what EXP provided me was so different and so um, so less agent focused. So um, I interviewed several different teams and there are there's several different structures within EXP even, you can really set your team up. However, I looked for a team that would give me knowledge first and foremost, because I didn't want to come into um, a real estate situation. That's people's money. That is their livelihood. And they are passionate about that. So I wanted to make sure I had all of the knowledge to come in and say, I know this contract. I know this is what we can do. Um, I know these things. And that way I am a providing Uh, value, and I am building that trust factor. Um, And then also I wanted my team to provide me with not just the knowledge, but the support to get through those contracts. So that way I was able to come in and say, I have the, you don't have just me, a newbie agent. You have a whole crew behind me 
that we're going to make this process really, really smooth. Um, and so I really looked for the team with that kind of build out and um, really agent centered as far as helping us succeed to a level where we can step out on our own. Right. I think that's really important. Like you said, to, to interviewing the different teams mm-hmm. out there and, and really, you know, making that, that two way, you know, thing. you're not going to work for somebody you're working with somebody. Right. So right. really making sure that, that it's a, it's a good fit for you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a team. It's not an I, it's not a me, it's not a you, it's a team. And so making sure that they have that aspect in there was huge for me because I was, I was in a leadership role when I left the medical field. And um, Mm -hmm. as your own employer, you have to be your own um, boss. So finding a team who would really encompass that kind of mindset and push you to do better for yourself is huge. It's huge. Right. Right. Just before we wrap up, I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, the commercial real estate and what, what was it that made you want to go, go get into commercial real estate? Yeah. So like I said, I had a lot of um, friends previously who, you know, owned their own businesses and maybe they were leasing a place and they would always ask me questions. And that was just a little bit out of my realm, but it was intriguing to me. And so once I did my first lease as a residential agent, I said, oh my goodness, this is um, so much more intriguing to me as far as the, the lack of emotion that goes into the commercial sector. So the emotion for the buyers and sellers is a little bit less on the commercial side. It's more of a factual business, like this is what we're doing kind of situation. And then also the ability to actually be international with that and have a a certain scope as far as I can do hotel management, I can do um, leasing, I can do commercial, I can do business brokering. So the whole faucet and like just really pulled me in as far as that goes. Um, Commercial was bigger. It was a little bit more of a payout. It was a little less emotional. So those were mainly the, the key factors that pulled me in. And not to mention, I see my friends succeeding with their businesses and wanting to help them because honestly, there's not a lot of commercial real estate agents out there. So right. definitely something right. I wanted to jump into. Right. And I, I think it's, it's got to be really cool to, uh, you know, to, to be intertwined with these businesses as they grow in your community as well. Absolutely. It does help. Um, recently helped a barbecue shop in the local area mm-hmm. get their business um, purchased, the actual physical location. Um, I work with another broker who is walking me through one of my first business transactions. So we're actually selling the business and not the building. Um, So that's super intriguing as well. You know, um, seeing somebody build a business from the ground up and then selling it for their profit and all of their hard work paying off is so heartwarming. It is just the joy that overcomes those kind of situations is amazing. Right. Well, I think it's amazing what you've done in such a short period of time jumping into oh, this. It's crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a it's been a ride for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. 
I really want to thank Rachel for taking the time to talk with us today and share how she has grown her real estate career in such a short amount of time. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or real estate tips to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.